I think it's a loosey goosey world, you know? No, I love that, man. Seriously. I do. All right. So, what do you want well, to talk about? I'll kick things off. <laughs> uh, so I, I uh, saw this yesterday, courtesy of uh, Wayne Slight, sending me some information or some news about Twitter. Did you guys see this new feature yes. that they're rolling out about? No. I don't know if you've seen it, Jacob. You can control um, who applies to you. Basically, it. Um, I feel like it's more like so. Basically, you can you can tweet at someone and have like a one-on-one conversation with that person and nobody else is allowed to tweet. Like basically no one can go into the conversation. So I could tweet. Oh, you can DM, you can DM on Twitter now, but it's publicly accessible. So basically it's DM. Oh, you're saying, you're saying you can have a private one conversation, but that other people can spectate basically. So kind of like you could have like, Oh, we've got president Obama and we're doing a big, conversation kind of thing so it's a back and forth conversation that doesn't get messy with all the other trolls or replies and whatnot i mean twitter was already fairly good at keeping like the prominent people in the conversation available um but i don't know i thought that was kind of interesting i think uh i think there was a missed opportunity because i don't know like i think the bigger thing would have been twitter to make it more intuitive to have live one-on-one conversations. Like Twitter's always just sucked at live video, which I'd never understood. Um, like Instagram, for example, has a pretty good go live and then you can easily add in someone in the conversation. I think Twitter technically has that. They just don't push live like Instagram or some of these other networks do. And that would be really interesting to be able to have like a one-on-one conversation with someone that people can actually watch Cause I think that's where the value is. Like, I don't want to read a conversation between Rand Fishkin and someone else. I would love to listen to something or better yet watch on their phones. But I don't know. Do you guys think this, is this going to be a feature that just kind of goes, gets dusted underneath the carpet in a few months? Or do you think there's actually something of, uh, of substance with the know. ability feels- to have one-on-one tweets publicly? It feels like we're pulling Twitter from out from under the rug to talk about it. I what hate Twitter. <laughs> I think Twitter is, I don't get it. I don't get Twitter. Like, do you participate or do you just watch? Like, I'm never on Twitter. I get on Twitter. I don't even understand how it works. The fact that a tweet has such a, sh- a short shelf life, like, where's the value in, in any one tweet? Well, I think that's the, the, the thing about Twitter is it's not necessarily evergreen kind of stuff. It's like people go to Twitter because it's like, I want to find out what's going now. I would imagine Twitter's usage has skyrocketed since the whole pandemic because that has been the source. Like I've had several people who have either like got back, you know, reactivated their Twitter account or they finally made the move to get a Twitter account because it was the only way that they could get like up to date information with like, what's, what's shutting down today? And you would get, I mean, Twitter's where the news gets their news from now. Like, I mean, you even see it in the background of some of these anchors where you have, they have their giant monitors and they're on TweetDeck and they're on Twitter. And like, they're just monitoring what's going on. And so I think that's the value of, if you're looking for evergreen content where you can hop on at any time and, and get a good story or something like that, Twitter is probably not your thing. But if you're like, I want to hear like the, the, the most up-to-date commentary, the most up-to-date news, nobody comes close to know, meeting. Like, if there's an earthquake and you want to know where the aftershocks are happening, Twitter knows it before anyone else. 
Let me tell you how lame Twitter is. I just Googled <laughs> Twitter news and the top three uh, stories are from News 18, the Indian Express, and the News Minute. Did you wow. just say you Googled just Twitter Google news? Find something on Twitter. Use Twitter to find something on Twitter. The thing I don't is, have to, I, not, I don't use Twitter. As the people you follow. So if your Twitter feed sucks, it's because you follow crappy people. So it's just something you have to like cultivate and learn. Like I follow you. I'm a crappy person to follow. Don't follow me. All I do is tweet nice and poor stuff, and that's it. You go to the trending tab, and you see, like, who died. I find out who died on Twitter before TMZ finds out. Yeah, that's... That's, <laughs> that's not fast. Twitter is, Twitter is awesome, man. And that's good uh, info to have. I mean, if, if it, the COVID didn't save Twitter, Donald Trump saved Twitter. Definitely. Just like his whole unfiltered poop brain is all over Twitter. So if you want to see what he yep. thinks. Yeah, that brain. is, I was thinking that it's like, man, Donald Trump is the biggest blessing to have the president of the United oh, States yeah. pick your platform platform as basically his official slash unofficial way of communicating with the public. Cause like you go to his Instagram, like, no, it's all Twitter. Twitter's where you get the real side of Donald Trump. And yeah, that's that just, cool. that's ginormous. Like 40, 50 times in a day. I was actually going to look at, I was just thinking the other day, because I remember during the election, I was following him and Hillary Clinton and looking at their Twitter followers. Donald Trump was a little bit higher than Hillary Clinton, not by much. I want to say Donald Trump was around like the four, there's somewhere between four and 10 million followers, which is a lot of followers. Uh, he now has over 70 million followers. He's still not as high as Barack Obama's account. Which is surprising. actually kind of surprising because yeah. he's just such a polarizing figure. Like, like you look at who follows, like everybody follows Donald Trump. People I know who despise Donald Trump follow Donald Trump because they just want to know like, what the heck's this guy saying? So his Twitter growth has been crazy. So I'm waiting for someone to do like a parody article on like how to grow. It's like, guys, it's simple. Run for president, win the election, become the president, and then your Twitter growth goes up. Like it's that easy. And just like find all these like obvious ways that you grow. Get a late night show on NBC. The ideas are endless. Like just keep going. <laughs> because sometimes I feel like they get like a false attribution to like, oh, they're a genius. Um, like I don't think Trump is intentionally trying to market him. Like he's not intentionally trying to grow. He's just, he's proving, he's doing what marketers are trying to replicate. How do I create content that engages, whether that's in a polarizing manner, because Sometimes polarizing is better than nobody interacting with your crap. Uh, he, so he's he's popular on social for the same reason that. Uh, um, why am I blanking on his name? Kanye West. Because uh, they have similar tweets. Gary V. Gary V. Not sure why I couldn't think of his name. Oh, I'd like to hear that reasoning. They're for the same thing you just said. They're polarizing. They, they're, they're, not, they're not hot or cold. They're either hot or cold. They're not warm. They, they take a stance way further than anyone else. And, and then they, they stick there. No one, no one can move them from where they're at. And I, I think there's some intention behind that. No, Gary Vee's actually, have you followed him recently? Like the past couple of years? Have you seen anything from him? He's like yeah. totally different now. In what way? He's like... He, He's Calm. like all about love and, and being in touch with your feelings and 
uh, all that hustle stuff is gone. That's not him at all anymore. He's like super different. It's like it's like it's like all about love, man. Okay. So uh, yeah, like, I just actually I saw something recently on him, uh, which this isn't to counter your your point, uh, but someone someone asked him in an interview, "Why do you cuss all the time?" Have you seen that? Why do you swear all the time when, when you don't have to? And he was just like, "Listen, I believe in being myself, unfiltered, and that's 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 what comes out." Look at this. Can you see my screen? Yeah, yes, sir. that's a really nice cliff. This is Gary V. The, the Adventures of Lil V. Like he did is, that? What do you mean? Yeah. New show for kids, huh? This is I've not seen this. This is not the Gary V from 2014. Does he uh, drop the F-bomb in the kids' cartoons this, as like, well? The kind of content that he releases. That's interesting. He... Um, like totally different. As, yeah as part of the same interview he brought up a story about how his daughter's fourth grade teacher is always calling him saying that his daughter has like a problem with swearing and oh, he's really? like and he's like i don't care i don't care hmm. i think that's funny yeah well uh, so the, anyway, other, the other thing Brandon, about i think it's a big update i think it's a big update for twitter i think it's gonna flop in my oh, opinion really yep I don't think it has, I don't know. I think like, you're going to see bigger publishers, bigger like people use it. I think the common person, no, I actually think I could see like, I mean, it, and, and not people like me, like I'll did never you say strippers. My audio kind strippers. of, Oh, I think you said strippers. I'm like, this yeah. is a new market for strippers. Dude, no. Yeah. Strippers, man. <laughs> AMA with your favorite. Stripper, but oh, that's, that's AMA is not the only format for this. But that's, I guess that's maybe that's my problem. That's my thinking. Like, how is this going to be used beyond that? Wait, it, like the brothers, uh, that YouTube channel where it's like two brothers talking back and forth. Yeah. Uh, but that, just like think about, uh, I mean, as, as a method for content creation. Uh, I mean, it's almost like the, I mean, that's what a podcast is. It's two people having a conversation that other people listen in on. Yeah, it's 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 a streaming it's a streaming tactic. In, in other words, it's the it's the text version of a video uh, stream. Yeah, anyone anyone can comment, and the and the people who are in the conversation can see the comments and and bring them in as as needed or as necessary or as wanted. But it's not it's not uh, getting inundated. The whole stream isn't getting inundated with thousands of people trying to contribute and and kind of thrown off. In fact, now that I think about it, it's weird that this is just but now all, getting launched. Politics, man. Like especially all the COVID. You know, like you could have a press conference where the press and the politician are allowed to interact and have conversations, and everyone can watch, but no one can jump in. I but, the possibilities are so that's where I, I that's where I feel like the value is though on Twitter is because like if it got that messy, then Twitter wouldn't be where it is. Like Twitter does a fairly good job at elevating the quality comments to the top, and even if there's key people that were tagged in the very original tweet, those people are always going to have like a prominent feature in the thread, mm -hmm. uh, and then like kind of the user comments kind of fold inside of those comments or yeah, those they get moved to the bottom. Always one one person and then an audience. And this allows for two people, three people, whatever, and an, and an audience. 
I don't know. I actually don't think Twitter does a good job of pulling the best comments to the top. Like it, it's, it's all based off of like retweets and likes and stuff. And yeah, I always scroll down. I'm like, Oh man, this should be at the top. You know, like that's a way better comment or whatever. Um, I don't know. I think people use it. I think people use it. So that's my bet. I, you bet the other, you bet the opposite. We'll, we'll meet again in a year and see where we're at. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I do think going back to the Gary V comment though, I think another like Gary V is also just insanely consistent, which also Donald Trump is insanely consistent, but I don't know if like they're even comparable in terms of the same reason, like Donald Trump tweets, I think, I think I did a count once and it's like around 24 to 30 times a day is how uh-huh. he's tweeting, which is insane. Um, and no, I dude. think he tweets more than Gary V. But they're yeah, he probably does. But, but Twitter is here's, like, what, here's what I'm saying. You you mentioned that people follow Donald Trump because they don't know what's going to be said because something crazy could come out. Well, yeah, and, and whether they like him or hate him, and I think Gary V has a same a similar audience where some, whether you hate him or you like him, people are following him because he has very polarizing uh, opinions. So. I think if you look and, at the like the the eighteen to twenty five year old especially male who is like really want to start their own business. Like my brother falls within this perfectly and he's a big fan of Gary V. Like you follow Gary V for the value that you get. Like, I don't think there's a lot of people hate following Gary V. I think a lot of people, when they get sick of Gary V unfollow him, they're not like waiting to see what crazy thing he tweets next. But I think there's a lot of people who hate follow Donald Trump to see like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's different. Yeah, I think it's totally different because one's the president. So it's like, I got to know what the president is saying. Um, I'm not comparing the scale. Honestly, well, yeah, I don't I, think people hate follow reason. like... I think I hate, people hate follow Gary V. Really? Yes. I think people hate engage and that is unique about Twitter. It's hate one engage? Thing I like. What's the di- what, You're going to hate engage, but you're not going to hate follow? Like Chris you Harrison from The Bachelor. Your friends like one of his tweets and you're like so pissed off about the tweet. You wouldn't have seen it if your friend didn't follow them but then you've yeah. got to engage because it pisses you off. Yes. And that's, and that's yeah. the, it, it's the, it's the cool thing about Twitter. It's also like the curse of Twitter. It's why the, people just get triggered on Twitter so easily because something of a different opinion that they, they were not in, like intentionally following comes into their feed and they're pissed off. And then it's just like a fight. And that's why Twitter turns into a Royal rumble where everyone's just like fighting each other. Whereas every other network like Instagram, TikTok, well, well TikTok's different, but, you, you can curate your feed very, very well. And occasionally LinkedIn, they throw they, in. I mean, what, how long ago? I, don't, I can't remember. I feel like it was like six months ago they started doing the, like, you see posts from other people that your friends like or, or your connections like. I hate that so much. Yeah. I feel like it ruins the LinkedIn feed. And well, no from, from a marketer standpoint, though, it does increase your, uh, your reach, for sure. Your reach and your chances of, of spreading, but sure. I don't know. That's interesting. I've, I've always been tagging you, Jacob, and I never get responses. So now I know why. I no, you're not. I, no, I'm, I, I just logged in. Let's see. I've got 12 notifications. It's been a long time. Uh, where's, where is it? Your notifications? Oh, here. No, where's it? Oh yeah. Look at that. You, 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 uh, tagged me on April 22nd. There we go, man. Time to respond. I don't know what it was about. Probably a de- deleted tweet by this point. Oh, look at this. It says, wait, let me go back to the original. I don't even know how to do this. 
Uh, I was thinking the same, although I don't know what you're responding to. <laughs> so if you click it, you can see. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Saunders says, did you post and delete two other tweets, you schmuck? But he didn't tag anyone. So, I, oh, no, 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 I'm going the wrong direction. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says, if Paxton knew Wayne was getting fired in two weeks, we'd have a breakdown. Yes. To his wife. We, oh, he'd have a breakdown to his wife and cave and tell Wayne before two weeks was over. And that was in reference okay. to the podcast that you guys recorded without me. And then Sondra called me out for not listening to that episode because I was like, I didn't know the context. And then apparently it was something Paxton said, which I started listening to the episode. I said, um, don't worry, Brandon, jokes on Sonder. He's the only schmuck who actually listens to the show. <laughs> so I think you just got pulled into that conversation there. I had uh, yeah. two other, two other uh, insults at Sonder, but I deleted them. Good man, oh, Jackson. Those, that's what he's talking about, deleting uh, the two other It's more like I just came up with a better one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst when you throw a zinger on Twitter and then you're like, dang it. What do you guys think, uh, since we're on the topic of Twitter, what do you think about the, the uh, for some reason there's controversy behind it, Twitter having an edit feature. Because right now you send a tweet, oh, I hate that. misspelled can't something, can't edit it. But some yeah. people like that. They like to embrace the mistakes. To me, I hate it. There's been proposed, uh, and Jack Dorsey has even commented on it, a 30 second window so that you have 30 seconds to edit the tweet so that that way, like, you know, once you start getting hate on something, you can't adjust something. It's more for grammatical stuff. He has also said that that is not going to happen. So it I sounds like that. a Twitter edit's never going to happen. I like the fact that there's somewhat of a permanent record, especially for more public individuals. Like there are people who are just cataloging and storing their tweets forever. Yeah. Um, You're saying you like still be true for if there was an edit, but. But like, you're not going to change the context of a tweet in 30 seconds. No, no, that's what, yeah. So 30 seconds, I'm, I'm on board with that. I kind of do like the fact though, that you can't edit and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind the 30 second one. But even isn't, like a Facebook shows the life of a tweet history. 18 seconds. Uh, I think you're at 18 minutes. 18 that's probably seconds. average. I mean, there are some tweets that like live on yeah. for. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's why you have the edit history, like Facebook, Facebook, if someone edits their comment or they edit their post, you can click on it. It shows like, Oh, it says edit or edited, whatever you can click on it and it will show the versions. And so even if someone is trying to change the context, document it and show, here's the history. Oh, they change and even highlight the changes. Even that would be really cool. It just seems like that's such a dumb, dumb thing. Cause I hate Not when like to you, edit. Yeah, like even yesterday, like I sent a tweet out for 97th floor and I read it over and over and over and I liked it the night before. And then I woke up and I saw the tweet and I hated one of the words I used. And I'm like, ah, no, because I said this in one sentence, it sounds repetitive here. I just want to change that one word. And it would not change the context of the tweet. It would just read a little bit better. Yeah, well, maybe and you I, should be more thoughtful before you hit the tweet I, button. I was so thoughtful, but... There's just times like once it goes live, you like, read enough. It, apparently, <laughs> not enough intention behind there. But uh, th those situations, I, and then people have already liked it; they've already retweeted it, and that's what I hate. Like usually, if I yeah, catch I hate it, when people like and retweet my stuff too. I do. I do hate it. 
I hate it when uh, I have a tweet that I do not want to be more than like 24 hours and then it starts getting a bunch of uh, likes and retweets and I kind of feel pressured to keep it because then I don't want someone on their timeline to have like quoted my tweet and then it's like tweet is unavailable because you immediately just assume that that person regrets whatever they posted when really I try to make it so that my timeline is more evergreen stuff and the timely stuff I'll delete like 48 hours later for the most part. Like I delete several tweets every, every week just because it's like, all right, like someone who's looking at my timeline, that's not going to um, have any context or not really reflect on what I want the thread. Like right now I've got a bunch of tweets. You and I have talked about before. What prevents me usually from tweeting is the fear of having a tweet that gets zero likes and so you have uh, like, like anxiety. It, it just seems so embarrassing to me when I read someone's tweet that has been out there for like six hours or a day and there's nothing on it. It just seems embarrassing. And just so, delete it and then no one will know because no one even liked it. Yeah, I feel like I see your stuff like that all the time, man. Like, you <laughs> Oh yeah. What? Dude, that's that's deep. That's a dig, dude. That's kind of messed up. Well, no, no, no. But I it's mean, true. Like, I admire him about it in the fact that like it doesn't bug him. Like I think Brandon is right. Oh my god. Like he has one here from May eleventh. This is the most epic trolling I've ever seen. Roger Roger Goodell and is uh re- and nothing on it. No likes, no retweets. Um, I and you have I, the one that you mentioned to Rand Fishkin commenting on how good his hair looked, and there was like not even a like from Rand Fishkin. Yes. So what a douche. The thing is, Brandon is not in the minority. That's how people. I mean, you look at like John Doherty. He's another one that comes to mind. I mean, he has a pretty good following or whatever. He has tweets all the time that has nothing, like zero interactions. So I'm the one who's wrong in that it's not embarrassing. It shouldn't be perceived as embarrassing. Uh, I think I just view it as like you're in a group conversation and you pipe up and say something and then no one acknowledges that you said that. Like that's how it feels to me. So here's my philosophy on that. And and I'm not alone because I've talked to other people who have super successful Twitter accounts and it's, it's a similar mentality that they have. And as you keep doing it, you just start getting more and more likes. But the more you tweet, the more the higher odds you have of like getting likes and, yeah. and getting retweets. If I sit around and wait for like the good tweet and then, you know, half the, and most of the time it's not going to be the good tweet. Then I'm just going to like have these tweets like once every week or once every couple weeks. And so don't treat, don't treat Twitter like YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Complete opposite of YouTube. YouTube. I'm, I'm the opposite. If it's not a video that's going to get at least 5,000 views. My new thing is I just don't even bother with it. Um, because that one, like there's so many things about the algorithm Whereas Twitter, the, just the more you talk, a lot of it's going to go ignored. And that's the stuff like you can just delete it. Like, especially if it's timely kind of stuff, like I'm commenting on, Oh, I just watched this Netflix thing. And now I put my comments out and then I'm going to delete it. Even if it gets likes, I'll delete it in a few hours or not in a few hours. It's usually a few days I'll delete it, but you just keep tweeting and then you're going to have like, just you have a much higher higher odds of getting that one tweet that blows up and does well. And then you get a, you get some new followers from it and then you just keep going. You just keep talking, keep talking. And that's what uh, John Doherty does. Like he just talks all the time. I see a lot of tweets that don't get anything, but then I see other ones that spark a huge conversation. <laughs> and so cow. I think that's, oh, I think I mean, that's where you guys, Twitter's unique. Your guys are right. You know? Yeah. You guys are right. 
So Paxton, your new goal is to tweet six times a day. Austin Allred, I think, is the perfect guy. Like, he did not get to where he is without just mouthing off about every thought that hits his head. Uh, he's like a mini version of Donald Trump, and he's super good. I mean, he's a growth hacker. Like, he knows how to hack his way. He knows that the polarizing stuff does well. And it's also just like a level of experimentation. Like, you're just experimenting with what works and what doesn't work. Like, I now know this is not going to work. Sometimes it's like the most obvious, like the one thing I hate about Twitter is I feel like the stuff that gets retweeted the most is just like obvious cheesy statements. Like those, oh, I'm trying to think of an example. Like there's one account I follow and it's just like, it's, he just tweets out, like sometimes people just love the most elementary basic stuff and, and that just makes them look smart. And you just tweet it out like, oh, so profound. And it's like, he just said like a very basic thing. Whereas like I'm giving like a real analysis on something and that kind of, you just kind of learn and, and human psychology just kind of changes like, or what's trending changes over time. So what's going to get tweets now is not going to get tweets in, in two months. And so you have to just like constantly be in conversations and whatnot. I still have times all the time where I'm just like, should I tweet this? Should I tweet this? I don't know. I, uh, I hold back a lot of tweets and that's, yeah, I would tweet a ton more. There's still stuff that doesn't even make, make it past my filter which is a pretty liberal, loose filter. Uh, if you've seen tweets, uh, I, I usually hold back on stuff. So um, yeah, I don't know. Twitter's, I think Twitter's interesting. Jacob, I think you need to give it another try. You know what, I'm, uh, uh, this is reminding me of that subreddit, um, Change My Mind, is that what it is? Is that the big one? Uh, I don't know if that's a subreddit. I know it's a big Steven Crowder thing. No, there's a subreddit that's like some, you throw out your, your like, Hey, I think, I think Twitter Twitter's sucks. lame. Change, Change my, my mind. mind. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, anyway, I'm looking at my Twitter. I have 775 tweets and I'm like, what? <laughs> Where did those come from? You used oh, to always my be on gosh. Twitter. Did you have an auto thing set up? No, <laughs> oh, that, no, I don't. Uh, you used to be really active on Twitter. Like in the early days, 90 cent floor. I remember you were always on Twitter. Uh, it looks like 2017 was a big uh, Twitter year for me. Um, anyway, uh, knowing that you guys are like so active on Twitter, like I follow Brandon on everything. I mean, I'm, I'm getting on his Twitch streams and like freaking hounding Harassing him about. Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, out of love, right? Like I want to support you guys and what you're doing. And uh, even, even his wife uh started posting stuff about him on her account and i was like oh i gotta start i gotta start uh following brie to get a little bit more insight into brandon's <laughs> life so i started following his wife to get even more stuff on brandon and uh little did i know how active he was on twitter and i've, I've been missing out on some stuff yeah. major fomo twitter's where like there's stuff that belongs on twitter that just doesn't fit anywhere else like if i'm watching like it's just so cool how you can like joined like the final oh my gosh i just started watching last night let's say the final dance that's not it right last dance. the, last, the dance. last dance there we go i just started watching it last night like watching that while everyone else is watching like twitter's the only place where you can have that real-time conversation and get exposed to people who you don't because that's the thing like instagram i can start a conversation technically in the comments but it's with people who are like me and think like me I like how on Twitter I can put an idea or a thought out there and there's people who are going to disagree with me who I've never even met, but it, it came across their feed because one of their friends liked it or one of their friends retweeted it or whatever. 
And I feel like you get exposed to so many more, like, I don't know, people accuse Twitter of being an echo chamber, a chamber. And I think there's degrees of truth to that. But I also think it's doing a better job than anyone else at exposing you to ideas that you either disagree with or wouldn't or not originally engage with. And so Twitter is interesting. I, Twitter's where I go and see, I'm like, oh yeah, the world is crazy. There's a lot of crazy people out there. And I don't get that on um, Instagram or YouTube because all those other networks, you just kind of curate like, this is what I want. And there's, there's pros and cons to that kind of stuff. So Twitter, I think is, I don't know if it's my, someone just asked yesterday on Twitter to rank your favorite social networks. And I was trying to think and I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I like them all for different reasons. I wish uh, kind of, I don't know, I'd say LinkedIn, I wish they had a little bit more of a Twitter kind of function or feel, but because LinkedIn, I feel like it's just noisy, so noisy, but it also has- LinkedIn such, is noisy? LinkedIn, I feel like is a noisy. I but, feel like LinkedIn has really taken off as far as like a legit social network like yeah. three years ago. Taking well, off, I a, yes. I had one of our uh, New Year's predictions. Uh, mine was, was uh, LinkedIn taking off. I think this the, year, uh, or, you mean a uh, past year or what? Yeah, on the show. It was like three years ago when we did New Year's predictions. Why do you think it's taken I, off? Uh, they did, it was back then they did a huge overhaul of the platform. Um, it was like the feed, how the feed works. Uh, I can't remember what else they overhauled, but it was a ton of stuff. And it's pretty close to the time that Microsoft acquired them. I think it was just after. Yeah, a lot of people thought Microsoft would be the death yeah. of LinkedIn. Like, oh, Microsoft bought it. They're screwed. Uh, Microsoft's been doing a lot of smart stuff lately. What have they uh, done with LinkedIn? I don't even know. I, I know they bought it. it. Well, just, that was like two years ago. Um, they've also turned like, they, um, I think, I'm pretty sure the acquisition of lynda.com happened after Microsoft acquired LinkedIn. So adding the whole educational arm to LinkedIn and the certifications and whatnot, like LinkedIn turned into, it, it was a place where resumes were posted and that was in. Now it's, it's, and that was it. Now it's turned into an actual full-fledged social network. I do hate still, and I think Wayne Slight was mentioning something like this uh, or a similar pet peeve where sometimes the content that still does the best is when someone's just ripping off some like funny or emotional video that you would normally see on like Twitter or Instagram. And then they post it on here, like some dude surfing and then ripping out and it's like entrepreneurs be like, and then like you just watch like this GIF or mini video and people like love it and they eat it up on LinkedIn. And that's not why, and, but you also get a lot of people that rip every time I see that kind of content, they're like, this is not what LinkedIn is for. Quit posting this kind of crap here. But the algorithm still values that stuff because the human instinct is like, oh, that's funny. Like they don't care necessarily. So it's like, am I using, am I in the minority that doesn't care to see that kind of content? Cause I like the, I like the stuff where it's like, oh, this business leader at this company is posting unique insights about here's what life has been like since working at home. We just noticed this, 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 this is really interesting. It's like, ah, like I go to LinkedIn for sophisticated content around like just my work life or whatnot. Like it's an escape from the trendy gifts. Like if I want to laugh or get something trendy, I'm going to TikTok, maybe Instagram. 
I go to LinkedIn because I want like the insights that you can't get on Twitter because Twitter has a very businessy feel. If that's who you decide to Twitter, you can make it whatever you want, but people are limited to a hundred or was it 240 characters now, right? 240. I think that's I don't right. Know. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. If you want to laugh, you go to TikTok. Any other platform doesn't even come close to making me laugh as hard as TikTok. The TikTok algorithm is like none other. It's oh man, it's so unbelievably funny. sophisticated and, and then, very and, creepy. And my wife and I are both semi addicted to TikTok, and we uh, we talk about what we see because we see very different things. Going back to your algorithm comment, and what's really funny is that the same trends we see, but. Uh, different genders doing it. So for example, are, are you on TikTok, Pax? No. I was so just Brandon, gonna say, we need to have the opposite conversation. We just converted you back to Twitter. Now, it's, right. now it's time to get Pax on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's, a, there's a trend on TikTok. It's a little bit older, but it's recreating past photographs. And there's like a, you know what I'm talking about, Brandon? There's a song yep. that goes along with it uh, that I can't remember, but it's like the song goes and you kind of, the first part you're setting up the, the picture, you don't, you don't really know that they're setting up the picture, but then they set up the, the recreation and then right when a certain part of the song hits, it switches to the original picture. It was right? simple plan, I'm just a kid is the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, someone, someone took that trend and turned it into a new trend where uh, it started with this farmer kid who's out in the field and he's kind of walking and he grabs uh, his hoe, right? His farming tool, the hoe. Oh yeah. And I he saw sets it up and he holds it next to him. And then it changes to a picture of like his ex-girlfriend, right? Like he's, he's recreating a uh, past picture and he's calling his old girlfriend a hoe. That's basically what he's doing. Well, I was talking to Laura, my wife about that. And she's like, I see the exact same thing, except girls are doing it. And it's not a hoe, it's a dumpster. So uh, we see the same trends, but targeted at our gender, I guess. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so funny. So funny. That's, that's, that's only one of many examples of how we're seeing the same trend done differently Different to, ways. Uh, to our, to who we are as, as not, well, you know, that sounds like some quality content. I might just, Oh, dude, Pax, don't come, don't come at it, man. Don't come at it. Okay. So TikTok's known for like the meme kind of stuff, but I follow accounts. Like they're, we're starting to see people create like real content. Like there's this one handyman dad in every video. He just posts like unique situations that you'll come across around your house and that are just like a pain to fix. And in 60 seconds, he shows, here's how I fix it. There's another later who, or another lady who was like a big corporate recruiter in Silicon Valley. And she just posts tips like 30 to 60 second tips on getting a job, building connections and stuff like that. So there's a lot of valuable type of stuff. Yeah, there is. And, and their advertising is getting better too. Vivint Smart Home is experimenting with uh, TikTok advertising right now. What I think is so cool about TikTok is you could, I think it's a fantastic playground for people who are going into content marketing to play and get experience because you don't have to necessarily come up with like this original idea you could just hop into the trending tab and see what like the trending type stuff are. And then just ask yourself, how can I take this exact format and spin it into my business? Right. Yeah. And, and that's easy to do versus like, how do I like vine? It's just like, how do I come up with like the next creative thing? And there are people who have built TikTok careers just 
they look at the trend. That's funny. Everyone's talking about it. Now what's my spin on We that? should have been talking TikTok way before we, we are now because, and what I mean is we spent too much time on Twitter. But uh, I will say some companies are doing it wrong because there are some ads on TikTok where they're taking content from some other platform and they're just pulling it on a TikTok. Yes. And that is like the worst possible thing. And that's like, oh my gosh, this is like nails on a chalkboard watching your stupid corporate video when I want, like there are some companies who do it right where they figure out how to mimic TikTok content or, or, or ride on the wave of, of TikTok trends while promoting their brand. And then, you know, there are some brands who just naturally fit on TikTok. Hey, hey buddy. Welcome to the show. It is not, stupid oh. is not nice. Did I say, did I say the word stupid? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I shouldn't say stupid. Now we have to put the explicit thing on the on this episode. Good so job, buddy. A lot. That's sweet. <laughs> All right, fellas, I think I got to wrap up. Ah, uh, yes. We need to talk more about TikTok sometime. Maybe we'll just, we'll spend a whole episode convincing Paxton to get on TikTok. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk TikTok <laughs> next time. All right, Pax, you can hop off. If you've enjoyed this episode. We invite you to leave a positive review on iTunes or any other podcasting platform that you're listening on. Also, we're on YouTube. Brandon, what do they do on YouTube? Like, comment, and subscribe. Smash, Smash that the like subscribe. button. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. Uh, anyway, uh, we're now doing video, so join in. Brandon, earlier, before, before we started recording, actually, we were recording, but we're going to chop that part off. Uh, throughout the idea of potentially going live. So if you want us to go live, you can shoot us a comment. Sounds good. Hello and... <laughs>